Welcome back to the Team Builder Show. Thank you so much for listening or watching. Today, I have Brandy Laffins, who I've known for more than a decade, and I've watched this extraordinary woman go from single agent rock star to building a small team to now having this mega team dominating the Chico marketplace. Listen to these numbers. 2021, 191 closed transactions with her and eight salespeople on the team, two admin and one videographer for context. $75.5 million in volume. And this year in a market that is down 14% year over year in closed transactions, she's at 118 closed and pending with $55 million in volume. So clearly prices are going up, but the transaction count is down. And it begs the question that we want to explore with Brandy today, which is what are the shifts you're making with your team? to make sure that you're counterbalancing what's happening in the market. So with that said, Brandy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's so exciting to hang out with you. Yes, yes. I mean, you know, you and I got a lot of history together and it is, I I say this every time I see you, I'm just so proud of who you are and what you continue to do, not just for your team, but for your entire community. So thank you for uh, for joining us. So, So Brandy, the big question is, Looking back over the last you know decade or so, you've been through markets like this before. You made it through COVID. You had to make a lot of changes then. What are the two, three, five, six things you and your team are doing differently or better this year to counteract the market? Well, I would first say that you know, a lot of us agents that then grew into a team were were super competitive, right? First, I wanted to be the top agent in my office, then the top agent in Chico, then you want to be the top team. Um, but we think we want our team to outperform us, but then we do we really, cause we're so competitive. And I am now taking a step back and what is happening is we're pulling up the team members into leadership, which has been really great. Um, Unfortunately, it had to come from a situation with my husband. He was diagnosed with ALS last year. Um, his name is RJ, and he is, you know, there's a different different types of ALS. There's bulbar onset, which is what he got, not the arms and legs. He's still walking around, riding his bike, um, doing the things. But it's definitely one of my team agents, Jill, came in and shut the door, and she said, Brandy, you cannot power through this. You have got to take some time to spend with your husband and be with your family and let us help you. And really, I'm, I mean, in that aspect, it's just been the silver lining because it's really changed the way we do business here in the office now. So that's been really great. And I do want to say just a quick note back on my husband. He's doing great. He's like the strongest dude I know. He's so He's still, you know, riding his bike and um, he cannot speak anymore, but he does have a DJ show. So I just want to give a little shout out. It's uh, RJ's Vinyl Mix on Mixcloud. So he's still doing stuff, but now I'm just taking and spending a little more time with him. So leadership roles have changed. So we could probably get into that a little bit. So I'm so, thank you for sharing that. I know, you know, you and I have discussed this and, and, you know, you've, you've always been very open with me about, you know, the struggles and the hardship and not just of leading a company, but now with your husband going through what he's going through. And I think it's important for the listener to get, you know, this is the first time you're, you're putting this out in the marketplace. Um, So thank you. Thank you for your, your willingness. And that's also, to me, that's leadership. So some people would say, Brandy, you know, you got the world stacked up against you and yet 
you started this by saying I'm uber competitive, but I needed to move my people into a leadership role. It sounds like they came to you and said, you need to step back a tad. Did I hear that correctly? Yeah. Yeah. So step back on being a CF, which is something my husband used to call me all the time. Y'all know what that is, right? (laughs) Sounds like a bad word. It's control freak. So step back, not be such a CF. And this team is so awesome. They've just all come together. I asked them all today, like, what is, what's the best thing about this team? And they all hands down said culture, collaboration, support, all of that. So They've been amazing. Um, And Kelsey on my team has uh, stepped in kind of organically to a leadership role. She does this weird thing of going to a summit and then coming back and implementing it (laughs) way better than (laughs) I was ever doing. So, I mean, we've done everything from remodel the office to hire the videographer was all her. And now we've just, um, so we have three and a half admin now because we have, uh, an ISA that's local that will be coming onto the team. So we're excited about that as well. Congrats. Yeah. So, so with all this going on and the market's off by 14%, you know, one, one could say that if you look at the math, you're probably on pace to do 175 to 180 transactions, but that also means you're going to do 105 to $110 million in volume, way more than you've ever done before going through you know, loving on your husband and supporting him with ALS. I mean, it's, there's a lot going on. So what would you say to the person, like what were the two or three most important things beyond trying to give the power away to the team? What are the other shifts or adjustments you guys have made in the business? Well, what we're not doing is holding back on marketing. Uh, We just did a TV commercial because we have, you know, we do pretty, we do well with our social media um, but I wanted to capture like the baby boomer generation and we are, our commercial is on between the local news and wheel of fortune. <laughs> so we're, we're catching those people. And so the commercial has been new. We do billboards. There's a hyper local magazine in our town, um, that we are in every single month. We're trying to do what you and Jason Pantana had said, and that's just be everywhere you know, not to mention to double down on contacting our past clients and educating them about what's really going on in the market. Um, Some people think that the sky is falling and others still think their house is going to sell for 5,000 or 500,000 more than it's listed for. So it's just educating depending on where that particular client's at. So really marketing has been to not stop and actually double down, as you say. But isn't that, um, and you know, you and I, are, you and I are aligned on that, and so many of us in our community understand that you know, there's a wonderful old study from the Harvard Business Review that basically said companies that stop marketing during a recessionary period or a downward period in the market, re- they basically struggle and, in most cases, never recover from it. Where companies that market more intelligently, right, which is what we're going to get into with you, intelligently take up more market share, become even more of the voice in their marketplace. So how are you balancing, you know, with other, you know, other professionals, other industries, other, you know, CEOs that you know, when they're like, oh my God, you're doing TV billboards. You were already killing it on social. Plus you're working your past clients. Like what's the impact on your bottom line? Are you, are you spending all your profits? Like what's happening? I don't know. (laughs) So that's, I know that's not the right answer, but um, it's funny when we hired the ISA, 
I had to go to my coach, Andy, and have him read my PL to tell me whether we had enough money to hire her because that is definitely my downside is, you know, I, if I got money in the bank, let's just do it. So I'm probably, I know that isn't the best answer, but that's just me and my personality. Um, and honestly, it has just been my coach looking at that stuff for me where my downfalls are, which is the financials. Yeah. <laughs> he just well, says, okay, look, yes, you can do this. And no, you mm -hmm. can't do that. You, you have the unfair advantage that, you know, Andy is, you know, run a 500 person. He's CEO of a 500 person organization. He coaches all these rock stars. He's very P&L driven. So I get it. It's one of those, like, you know, it's your superpower. My wife and I have a very similar relationship. She is down to the penny counting everything. And I'm like, blue sky, let's take over the world. And somewhere in between, you always find a balance. Does Andy ever tell you no? Um, yes, but maybe not necessarily on, on, yes, he does. There's been a couple of times where he didn't, and it's not that we couldn't spend the money. He just didn't think maybe it was a good thing to be spending the money on. Yes. Yeah. So that's another way of saying, yeah, no, <laughs> good, good job, coach Andy. <laughs> so, so tell us about the TV ad and, and what are you seeing from an impact? Is it working? Is it not working? Is it create more just brand awareness or do you actually get like direct, like, Hey, we want to come work with you. I did get a direct, I just went on a listing appointment. Um, and I asked them, you know, where they got my name and we are a very small community. So he said, well, you showed us a house in 2012 and we saw your commercial. So um, I think just brand awareness, though, because, again, a small community, I've been doing this here for 20 years. So the name is out there. And I think the more you're in front of them, the more they're you want them to think of you when they think of real estate, right? I mean, that's right. something we've always talked about. So the commercial has been going well. We've only had it for about a month. But I also want to get into radio. I want to start doing some radio commercials. So. So I love it. I love the double down on the effort. Talk about your past clients and sphere. What are you seeing there? What are you guys doing differently in this environment with, you know, people being concerned all they if you turn on the news, all they hear is the world's falling apart. Home values are going to implode. Every, everybody's saying the same thing. Yet we both look at the data and see home prices actually still going up. And we, of course, we see less transactions, but that's always inflation. Plus it's all, you know, the increase in interest rates. So, so what are you doing differently with your team to help buyers and sellers in this environment? Well, what we were doing, um, we were doing a lot of CMAs, you know, kind of the CMA a day thing yeah. and having contests around that. Um, the problem that I've noticed lately with that is that today's CMA, the comps of right now are not the real comps. And we're not going to know what the comps are for another few months, depending on, you know, if it's a specialty property or not. If it's a yeah. cookie cutter house, we're going to know the comps in about a month or two. Right. But that's been the tricky part um, about doing the CMA a day. And so what we just started, though, and so far it's been great. Yes, we're, you know contacting our, our past clients and we do the parties and the, this and the, that and the gifts, but we just did, started this contest and so let me just, uh, hopefully I get this all right. It's a giveaway only for our clients. So we sent them an email and we sent them a text and the text said, be sure to watch for our email. We are having a contest that is invite only. It will not be on social media and it's for a Traeger and a Yeti. And we sent out 500 emails. And so far, this was on Friday. We've had 150 clients register for the event. And we haven't even, and now we're just following up with texts and phone calls. Hey, did you get yeah. the email? Good luck. And then within the office, so whoever has the most entries on the team 
is also going to win a prize. So it's keeping the agents engaged. And so far, we've had a really good response uh, from our and is the is the whole point of that to just get everybody all together again, create connection, create community, love on your past clients? And exactly. Then one person you do a drawing and one person wins a cool Traeger barbecue. And then we're gonna do like a bunch of social media around that. But yeah. I think part of the problem with contacting your past clients is you know, you're just like, hey, how's it going? Like you say, I haven't talked to you in three years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got a divorce? Sorry. Yeah, what's you know? new? I mean, yeah. So this is a way to connect, sort of just getting our foot in the door and mm -hmm. then get back on track. Back yeah. on, it's going back to the basics, right? Right. It's going back to the basics of, you know, making sure, because we've been so busy that I think a lot of that's fallen to the wayside. Right. Right. What about on listing appointments? What are you advising, you know, Kelsey and others on the team? You know, we, we say all the time that, you know, the buyer seems to recognize the shift in the market just like that. Sellers, sometimes it's, you know, 90 days, 180 days before they're like, what? But, but not my house. Right. And, and you, you clearly have appreciation still happening in your marketplace. So, so is there something you're doing differently to, to educate the sellers? And if so, what is that? You know, I take my laptop with me. I'm not necessarily finding the a problem right now yet, I should say, with price reductions. It's getting at the original listing price where, you know, they're wanting to list when their neighbor listed here and sold here and they want to list here. So yeah. having that conversation, bring the laptop, open it up, show them all the down arrows that are yeah. on, you know, because we only have 150 homes for sale. So I can easily scroll through and show them how many price reductions we've had and explain that we've we've never seen that before. So honestly, it's just educating them, bring your stuff with you, show them exactly how you came up with the price by showing them the MLS. I do a lot of bomb bombs as well. So I'll send them a bomb bomb showing how I came up, you know, showing MLS on the screen, how I came up with the price and then going to their house and saying after they've had a chance to digest it a little bit. Because sometimes yeah. when you're at the, the meeting, you're like, okay, and this and that, and, that, and they're like, whoa, wait, I'm still thinking about what she said. Yeah. yeah. So the bomb bomb videos are great for that, but then you still need to have the follow-up yeah. meet appointment too. So so what's the hardest part of this market for you? Uh, I would probably say that uh, the, the sellers not understanding the new market. But, you know, the hardest part is the unknown, actually, because you'll put something on and it'll still get 30, 40, 50,000 over asking. Oh, right. Okay. Well, that's what we're doing. So I think it, right now it's just the unknown that we don't have the data yet to tell us really what this market is going to bring. And honestly, my opinion is, is that people are going to get used to the interest rate being five and whatever it is today. Yeah. They're going to get used to it. This is just the shell shock. I think it's all going to wear off. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think it's going to? I think it's wise of you because this is the advantage of having a couple decades under your belt. So we've been through changes in interest rate. You know, I started actually listing out one day um, every micro and macro adjustment I've been through since 1989. And when you when you start looking at it over three decades, I mean, it was like 25 different moments in time. You know, last uh, August of 2018, rates went from 3.9 to 4.9 in one day and we were all at the summit and Brandy, I'm literally people were walking, like, we're never gonna be able to sell a house again. I'm like, how, how long have you been in real estate? 18 months. I was like, 
Well, there you go. <laughs> you know, you, you, you haven't seen a double digit interest rate. You haven't seen a six or a seven, right? So I think it, a lot of it is just perspective, perspective. So let me ask you one last question. Let's assume that one of your lovely salespeople on your team right now has never been in a market other than the pandemic market. And now here we are in a very different, but, but equally challenging market, different challenges. What are you saying to that salesperson to help them understand that this too will pass, that a typical recession takes, you know, four to six months, maybe nine months, and then maybe another 18 months before the, you know, American psychology comes back to normal. What are you saying to that person to help them navigate this? Well, I think it's keep doing what you were doing, maybe increase that 10 times, keep doing what you were doing. They all have skills because they were able to negotiate contracts when it's, you know, they've got there's 20 offers on a property and they'd get them because we figured out a way to get them. We, we learned how to negotiate. We're just going to have to shift and learn more how to educate. Watch your KCM religiously. You right. will sound so smart if you just throw out a couple of things from KCM. And right. uh, so really just keeping themselves educated. And we still just have to work really hard. This business is always, you know, we always have to work really hard, right? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's. It's just different. It's just going to be a little different. So I don't know if that really answered your question. Yeah, it did. I mean, it's, you know, I've I've had a lot of um, people in the industry say to me, you know, agents got lazy the last couple of years because they were order taking. And I would stop them and say, I don't think it's lazy to have to write with one, you know, one individual or one couple, five offers before they get one accepted. I'm like, there's nothing about that. There's nothing lazy about single, you know, single person in a house at showings, you know, hazmat suits, <laughs> cleaning everything before right, and after. Right. I'm like, I think we need to cut some people some slack. They had to work their face off very differently. And my argument for everyone listening is you were able to crush it during the pandemic. No one's dying now. Like this is, this is, this is just higher interest rates and inflation, which have challenges, but it's nowhere near the same. And I hope for the person that's listening to me, you get where my heart is when I say this, it is a different challenging market today requiring different skills, right? A different perspective. And actually it's, it sort of, I feel like I needed this adjustment. I mean, we have one of the things that we've implemented is call everybody that was VA, FHA, digging deep for those types of clients, the ones that we could not get into a house, because that's what I'm seeing as a listing agent. You know, we're still getting multiple offers, but the offers aren't as solid as they were. So we just closed one that was a 5% down over asking appraisal fine. Everything went fine. I think we're going to see those folks actually get a house now. (laughs) Right. I think it's an advantage for them, no doubt. So, so I almost said generous, but I think you were just generous and vulnerable uh, talking about your husband, RJ. What's been the hardest part for you to, to just do all that you have to do and, and be there as a supporting wife and champion for him? What's been the hardest thing? Um, you know, I don't know how, but I'm pretty tough. I don't, I guess it just, my genes are that way. So um, we've worked out a new schedule. I don't come to the office or show or, or go on appointments until 11, 12, one o'clock. So I spend time in the morning with him. Um, so I've made a lot of adjustments that way. I can work from home in the mornings. Um, I was always like a person at the office. 
Um, and I still like to be at the office, but now I'm there from maybe like 12 to like five, five thirty, And so I'm not going 110% and it's been great, um, to be able to help him. I mean, I think the hardest thing is just, you know, he's so tough, but it's hard to see him go through this. And, um, we're just taken day by day, you know, every day is a little bit different. So there's, it's tough because there's no, he can't communicate. He cannot speak. Yeah. So that part is challenging, but we're getting really good at charades. Love it. <laughs> love it. All right. Well, Brandy, you know that myself and the entire ecosystem, you know, we love you. We're proud of you. You know, we know what you're going through isn't easy. Um, but again, you know, over the last couple of decades, you've navigated, you know, some pretty challenging things. So your mental toughness is definitely showing, my dear. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thanks for having me. And thanks for all the amazing coaching that I have had over the last, I don't know, 10, 12 years. It's, I've done everything from the Brad Davidson shakes to buying a mortgage company. <laughs> I haven't done everything, but I've done a lot. And so yes. I, I just, I, it's even the little things, you know, getting the Peloton, doing the, doing the cleanses, just all the things. And and I'm really looking forward to Summit. So I know it's going to be awesome. My whole team is coming. Everybody's oh, I coming. It. I so love we're it. excited. Yeah, it's going to be well, awesome. Thank you. And big shout out to Brad Davidson, who I started training with this this morning. So he oh, will I love him. I love his book. I mean, he's yep. that. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's an amazing human. All my friends out there, make sure you follow Brandy and Kelsey on the team. We got to make sure we put up her oh, yeah. Instagram She's handle on here too. Kelsey. Yeah, keys she is. Kelsey. Yeah, keys for Kelsey. Yeah, keys, keys from, from Kelsey. Kelsey. Yes, keys, keys from, from Kelsey. Kelsey. She has been crushing all the social. So thank you so much for sharing. I love you. And we will see you in a couple of weeks at Summit. And for my friends watching, make sure you subscribe, like, hit that notification button. And if you want to share this message, because maybe you got someone that needs to hear this, like maybe they've had something happen in their life that, that's been tough for them. And maybe they just need to hear that they can do it too. All right. Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you on the next show. Where could you go to get tuned up, to get your mindset right, to get an unlimited number of marketing and lead generation strategies to win even more listings? The answer, my friend, is obvious. The Success Summit in Dallas, August 23rd through the 25th. If you want to be surrounded by thousands of like-minded individuals that are not buying into the noise, but instead staying mentally tough and most importantly, earning the money that they desire, then you need to join us. So to make your reservation, just go to tomferry.com forward slash summit. Make sure you put in the promo code summit15, that's summit15, to get 15% off your ticket. I can't wait to see you at this year's Success Summit.